Serena and his Extreme Rewind, your weekly look into World of Extreme as we look at ECW Hardcore TV from episode one all the way to 401 of every pay-per-view special on ECW on TNN in between. you got myself, Paul, and I'm joined, as always, by Jay. What is happening, Jay? And just like RVD, that was the whole... Oh, I suppose we should kind of... <laughs> it's almost going to be that quick this week, I feel. There's, there's not a lot going on this week. Not a lot. It's a, it's a couple I mean, of filler ones. Um, one really, really good segment. My God, yeah. don't we get to see about it. Um, um, yeah, ECW TNN episode 17 on the 17th of December. And Hardcore TV. Where are we? Where is Hardcore TV? There we go. Episode 400, uh, 347, December the 18th, 1999. Screwed it up all over the place, did that. Do you know what that means? Staring yeah. down another Mount Rushmore. Oh, another Mount Rushmore is coming. It's be best of 99. Got best of 99 coming up, and the Mount Rushmore, a couple more shows coming up. We fit into um, perfect with the festive season, I believe. Will do. I mean, you know, it is it is what people want for, for Christmas, I think. Yeah, just a bit of light, and then just... And I have to listen to the Best of East W99 show, which um, I shall be working on shortly. We get some categories going. I do love a good category. And the Mount Rushmore is going to be interesting because um, people are coming back, people are gone. It's all just changing, but somehow the same. I think I think both are going to be really interesting shows because there's been a lot going on over the last yeah. few months in ECW, Agreed. let alone the year. You know, I think if we went back and, and started, you know, watching some of the, the the episodes from the beginning of the year again, I think we'd be kind of stunned at where we are and who's in what and, and what moves. Um, yeah, it's been it's been probably the most most turbulent year of ECW we've seen so far. Yeah, no, I'd, I'd agree with that. I, I think... Um... It's going to be really interesting, really, really interesting. The um, the review, and we're probably shocked about, like you said, some of the people that started off the year that aren't there now. Um, there was we'll kick it off with ECW on TNN episode seventeen, December seventeenth, nineteen. Joey, um, basically difficult rundown of the show. We get the impact players. Um, talking about they can't believe they have to face Rhino and Candido. Just incredible. Then says, we're not looking past you, we're looking through you. Yeah, I mean, you know, good promo. Um, They're they're incredulous that they have to actually prove themselves to be number one contenders by beating Rhino and Candido. Um, uh, you know, which which is good. You know, the 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 impact players are always at their best when they've got a chip on their shoulder. Um, yeah. So yeah, it was it was you know good enough promo. Um, yeah, it was solid. It, it it set the tone for the show, nice and early, and um, yeah, it was decent. Um, intro music. See the Baldies on the way to the ring. We go to the back, and Chris he wants to return with Nova. And Nova said, no, he's with Cash. So, um, the Baldies are coming out, and we are told that they are coming out for a match 
with New Jack. Yeah. Um, just kind of want to get that on record very early on. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, Chetty's desperate to come back. Um, Nova's being a bit protective. You know, your, your back surgery, you've got to let it heal, blah, blah, blah. Um, you know, you handpicked this guy. You handpicked him as my partner, as your, you know, your stand-in. You know, trust us, rest up, you know, blah, blah, blah. Um, and then, uh, you know, Chetty kind of does, after like a real kind of baby facey kind of like, you know, ah, I want to come back and, you know, rah, rah, rah. Um, then kind of gets into Kid Cash's face about, you know, his, his how pretty he is and blah, blah, blah. And then as he goes to walk off, um, uh, accuses uh, Kid Cash of staring at his ass. Um, because Chetty is so gorgeous that he could make a straight man gay, which is fine, you know, fair enough. Um, just, just weird more than anything. It just kind of totally didn't seem involved in anything. It is weird, and it's also weird that um, nobody didn't just wrestle singles matches. Yeah. <laughs> Why has he got to continue as a tag team? Was he learning? Well, you know, someone somewhere has to stand up to. Danny Doring and Roadkill. That's true. Um, don't they? Usually the remote control seems to stand up against them. Or the, or the fast forward button. But um, yeah, so he's not back. They get DeVito in the ring and um, just like you said, he's facing New Jack and we find that out by him calling out anyone in the back. And who else was it going to be? Challenge. We don't know who is. Go- oh no, it's it's New Jack. We've just been told it's New Jack. It's like, like one, you said it was New Jack. Two, st- story wise, who else is going to come out and accept the bull- <laughs> all these challenge? Ah, well, hold on to that because you know it's very <laughs> having the opportunity to face the bullies. So who knows who would come out and, and face them for absolutely no fucking reason. Um, quick version, back and forth, kind of planned the match like expect. New Jack won the battle but didn't win the war. Uh, so, got the victory, but obviously the Baldies took him out again afterwards. He got stapled in the ear. This isn't um, about, you know, New Jack anymore. This is Jerome again. <laughs> He had his ear stapled to his skull. I know, it's extreme, but these, these damn baldies are taking it too far. It's yeah, they sure we've done extremes. flaming tables and, and all this other stuff and glass and barbed wire. But once you start stapling a man... And, and you know, something to do with a, 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 a large vehicle, like, you know, some sort of mass... Um, anyway... Oh, too far... But um, yes, that happens. The Baldies grab the mic again and say, anyone else fancy it? Which led to um, Mike Awesome's music hitting. Uh, Mike Awesome, heel or face? (sighs) Um, Or just Mike fucking awesome? uh, Yeah. I just just kind of felt like... Heel? Well, I kind of felt they were both heels... But this was the very baby face thing to do. Well, this bit might be, and then the next bit might not be, and then, yeah. Um, yeah it's a bit all over the place. So he comes out, 
Um, gets in the ring, ends up with Vic Grimes, the debut in Vic Grimes, everyone. Vic Grimes is yep. here. Um, Starts his ECW world... career in the title shop. <laughs> he's do that. He's going to say like Rhino did, but he just fought tears. Um, <laughs> yeah, so this this happens. This match is good. A crazy powerbomb to the outside. Kind of really made light work of it, of the Baldies in general. So, uh, so my issue with this, this part, is we're back to everything that I had an issue with with Taz as the champion, in the sense of why is the champion having to chase competition? No one has any interest in this championship belt. No yeah. one. There is not a single person who is trying and vying to be the world heavyweight champion, the best in the world, recognised as the best in the world in ECW. No one. No one's trying. So much so that Mike Awesome, the most powerful ECW champion that's ever been, um, is, is having to walk out and attack street gangs just to get some sort of competition. Yeah. It's just... Um... She's so daft, isn't it? And then we get even weirder. Um, here we do get even weirder. So Mike Olsen wins. Great power bomb to the outside. Rolls back in. Gets the win. Jeff Jones grabs the mic. It says that awesome is um, all these things. And one of the things he calls him is basically like a giant. And that brings out Spike Dudley. <sighs> Gets straight in the ring, hits him with an acid drop and leaves. Yeah. So, Spike Dudley yeah. lays out your champion. Yeah. He lays out your champion not because he wants to be the champion, although he does do the belt gimmick afterwards, the belt sign afterwards. But what's interested him is the fact that this guy's a giant and therefore... He must lay him out. Um, now, can you can you when you're saying that you cannot hear almost Paul Heyman pitching it like that to people at the back? I uh, you can, can't you? Almost, yeah. As you he's say it, not, yeah. He's not interested in the belt. Spike Dudley just wants to pull with the giant. He just takes out. <laughs> he sees another giant for him to slaughter. You can um, almost just feel the conversation happening as you're saying it. Now, I'm starting to think that some people in ECW should watch tape on on some of these matches because if I was a giant in ECW going up against Spike Dudley, I'm not sure I'd get fooled by the ducks under the, the, the grab, kicks in the balls, acid drop. But, you know, I'd, I'd feel like I'm expecting that. Yeah. Because we've seen that a lot. Yeah. But every single giant, it's like their kryptonite. There is not one big man in the business. There is not one big wrestler over six foot two who knows how to block a kick to the dick. It's instant. He's taking out a lot of it as well. Scientific Maybe. fact. 
He's chopping down the tree so he gets it done. Um, that happens. You think your pointless skit with Danny Dorian. So just just to recap, going into and we knew this, but going into your your next pay per view, the challenger for the world heavyweight champion, the belt made by Shane Douglas when he threw down the NWA championship, the belt chased by the likes of Taz, the belt that the Sandman bled for, that Steve Austin was unable to achieve, the challenger for this title, Spike Dudley. Spike Mother Trucking Dudley. Um, Yeah, Spike Dudley. Wouldn't be interested if this guy was five foot seven. No. Judge Jeff Jones just hadn't called him a giant. Completely different main event. Uh, just um, yeah, it's weird. They did have a rematch on Sunday Night Heat at some point, though. For the championship? No, <laughs> championship. There's a very different ending, and we're in a great ending to um, done at the pay per view. I think he reverses a top rope awesome bomb into a hurricane runner and pins him. Nah. Doesn't sound realistic. There's no kick to the balls. Did it, Midair. Ah. Um, uh, pointless Daddy Dorian skit. He's in shower doing all his innuendos and old road kills there. And then Francine's there. And then the lecturer's like, who are you talking to? And it's all just, yeah. Uh, just however, fair. however. I will admit that I laughed far more than I should have at Joel Gertner appearing in a towel telling people he's willing to do shower scenes if it gives him more TV time. <laughs> uh, agreed. Um, oh, where are we at now? It was Francine. And, you know, I could have yeah. done without all of it, but Francine on the TV is always good. She's very, they can tell she's very much lost because she's walking around a lot, just walking around at the back talking to people now, aren't she? Well, which is nice because you know she's not been able to, to actually talk for quite a while, yeah. Um, because she has to do the, the, the strange, you know, in the vicinity of Tommy Dreamer, but not actually interacting with Tommy Dreamer as seems to be the way with his ballets. Yeah, agreed. Um, so all this does happen. We then get a three-way dance. Super Calo versus the DK Tom Marquez. And Tom Marquez. Uh, match is what it is, but ends up with Sabu coming out going crazy. I mean, it does feel like It feels like you're, you know, how you'd like get these, like, B movie style films that come out when a big film comes out. So, like, you know, you'll have the Avengers come out, and there'll be like a straight to DVD, the Avengers. Yeah. And you know, you'll have Godzilla, and it'll be like, you know, giant lizard versus space monkey. Um, 
it very felt much like that kind of thing of that that tier kind of um uh copy of the nunzio tajiri super crazy matches we've been seeing, oh, sorry little guido uh tajiri super crazy matches we've been seeing you know it, it it's you know everyone's just like you know the 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 slightly cheaper version of um and it is all just set up to have Sabu come out and kill people. Yeah, no, it's all um, it's all strange, isn't it? It is very strange. But they got Sabu out there. I guess they kept, sort of kept the RVD story alive. But they did have a chance to sort of almost do just a different match for once. But um, yeah, yeah, Sabu Sabu would have popped the crowd. I guess it would have been. It would be good to see him get involved. Tom um, Marquez, how are you feeling about Tom Marquez's outfit? Um, what do you feel about Tom Marquez's outfit? So he's in this weird, like, bodysuit. Yeah. With one long leg and the opposite full sleeve. Yeah. So it's this very strange outfit and it just doesn't seem to fit his gimmick and it doesn't seem to fit like anything going on show really it's just a very strange like you feel like everyone's just taken the mickey out of him as he's you know shown off the the, the new gear he's paid a lot of money for yeah I mean um this is trying to stand out, isn't he? Um, and he does. And he does. <laughs> he does. Uh, main event time, number contenders match. Impact players, Lance Storm and Chris Candido versus Rhino. No, Lance Storm and Just Incredible, even. Oh, in a different era. Lance Storm and Chris Candido were, were yeah. Yeah, they definitely uh, won the belts. Time to go. Um, versus Rhino and Chris Candido. Um, this one's given a lot of time. Especially when I saw how much was on the episode left. It's given a lot of time. Solid match. Um, Candido obviously works. Candido, he has come to sort of help put over some of the younger guys. Even though we sort of yeah. said he could have benefited to use him as a temporary main event feud while they're waiting for other people to get elevated. I do think at least he's trying to do whatever he can to help. I say more than the other two because the other two don't really need it. No, and, and you know, I don't know whether Rhino needs it. Um, you know, it's, it's kind of like a a, a, a placeholder in the sense of and then he does something with Candido um, but he's already on to the next feud and the bigger feud um, so it, it's a very weird kind of like you know for for some reason Candido's there and then he's not um, totally agree it's, um, it's kind of really strange because Rhino again, sort of hasn't actually left 
any groups, but he's still sort of floating with every group. So he hasn't really left Steve Carino yet. No. Then we know that he sort of goes back to Steve Carino, doesn't he? Because obviously, you know, I want to say spoilers, but obviously all the network stuff that's coming up. Yep. He's he's part of that. So, um, yeah, this whole Candido thing, like I said, I just, as much as I thought I knew things about ECW, I had no idea that Rhino was in a tag team with Chris Candido, especially not to this level. Where they're talking about views of impact players and, and other stuff. Absolutely no idea at all. Yeah, absolutely. It's a very weird kind of holding. And again, you know, they've they've somehow weirdly kind of got heels fighting heels for the sake of fighting the, the champions. Um, yeah, I don't know. They they it it feels like a good attempt just to slow down the story. Um, more than anything. Yeah, massively. Um, takes from this match, though. How'd you find it? I, I thought it was a good match. Um, you know, I, I, I think with with these four in the ring, you're you're kind of guaranteed a good match. Um, they didn't disappoint at all. Um, so yeah, I thought I thought it was um, you know good stuff. Um, you've got the tease of. Um, uh, frustration because of how the the match ends. Um, so yeah, I was I, I thought it was uh, well done. No, agreed. No, I thought it was um, I thought it was good. Obviously, impact players um, picking up the win. Um, we had um, Sandman. The promo from the impact players afterwards. Yep. Which led to the Sandman coming out. And um Yeah, not really sort of a, a great deal with obviously they gave Sandman a massive entrance again. I give a quick um is this where Rhino Yeah, so he so they all run out of the ring and Jason's there. Yeah. Um so he goes to to Kane Jason. It turns out it's a trap. And they all kind of like try to get into the Sandman. Sandman reverses the um, cane shot into a white, white Russian leg sweep. Uh, looks like he's on the, the way. Looks like he's about to, to cane people. And then Rhino pops back in and goes him through a table. Yeah. Um, to, to, to push on with that feud. Uh, when it went to the back, Raven sitting on the floor. We've got a. Uh, I tried so hard. I can't do this again. Um, Tommy's too strong. I'm too weak. And then just sort of Francine's yeah. there, just out. I know. Sure. Um. Yeah. I hate this. I. I. I'm. I'm. I can't say I'm a fan, and that that hurts because you know, love Raven. Very excited for Raven to be back. Um, the 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 Raven lost in Raven stuff 
is is a bit painful. Uh, no, it's a lot painful. Um, it, it's slow. It's ponderous. It's yeah. I, I it just I, I don't I don't I, you know yeah. It's just like I know Raven couldn't come back as the same person. Like fully, but you still sort of sit there and think, I don't know what this is. I mean, he would have been better off managing a flock or a nest or whatever if they wanted to just sort of do randomness with him. So they've 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 decided to turn Raven face, and I think what's apparent is no one really understands. A face raven looks like, feels like, sounds like. Um, and you've got this thing about him trying to fight his his inner demons and try to be the better man and all the rest of it. And we've seen that. We've seen that done really well. But, you know, then this kind of like, you know, oh, you know, it all becomes a little bit. And it's all the bits that, as a heel, get him over. You know the, yeah. the the whiny the you know the the blaming the blah blah blah. As a face, none of that works. So you know the the you, you can you can do the you know we're proud of you all you want, but it it doesn't help. He needs to kind of you know do something more. If he's the chivalrous guy that keeps getting beaten up, then so be it. Um. You know, is if you want to play the whole kind of is he going to snap? Is he going to go back to his old ways? You know, is he going to stay on the up and up? Then that's our story to tell. But this is just weird. You know, Tommy Dreamer's kind of nothing in it. Um, Raven's cutting promos about Sandman who in true ECW fashion has already fucked off for those next four feuds. Yep. Um, so yeah, it's all just a little bit ponderous and slow and, and doesn't quite hit. And, you know, I, I love Raven in, in ECW, but this is just not giving me what I want from Raven and ECW. I mean, all I can think is, in my head, I'm trying to justify it, thinking Raven must be injured. And they're just doing anything they can to just sort of not do the story at the moment. But I think Raven, surely Raven, or something. I don't know. Uh, I, 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 yeah. It's just maybe, odd. Um, maybe I just think there's too much of a to a big money player to give away non-pay-per-view matches or something. Well, I don't know. I just don't know. Yeah. Because a lot of the, the dreamers, Raven and Sandman, are only really wrestling on pay-per-views at the moment. So I don't know if that's their position, thinking you're the main names we've got. You've got to be... Driving it towards. Yeah. So try to fill a which obviously we've said a million times, they're not really ever been great with filler. 
overthink it and confuse it. Um, and that's the end of that. Hardcore TV episode 347, December the 18th, 1999. Kicks off with Tommy and Raven still. Tommy's trying to talk to Raven. Raven basically asks him to move. Tommy sort of huffs off and Raven's just sitting there watching uh, TV static. I, I quite liked that in the sense of you know him being a little bit more detached. Um, See, I, I, I thought did... this works better as having this disconnect breakdown he kind of feel this sort of showed it better than anything else we'd seen yes um it, it had the whole sort of just sitting there in nothingness kind of but i and i i think my my issue with this one was um dreamer in the sense of like you know you're in the way of the tv fine and he walks off and and you know he doesn't sell the fact that He's not in the way of a TV program. He's not stopping him from watching anything. There's nothing on. So there should be a little bit more kind of, you know, exasperation from it. Um, although, you know, you, you, I don't know if, if Dream has got the right to be, if that makes sense. I don't think they've earned that. So yeah. I don't know if Dream is meant to still be the face in this. And if he is, then I don't know why for. Yeah, no, agreed. I think Dream is in this weird place at the moment because they're almost showing him off as this complete bad motherfucker that if Raymond gets out of the line, Dream is going to absolutely batter the crap out of him. And that's just not the story that I've seen for the last five years. Ever. Four years. No. Yeah. I think that's what winds me up more than anything. This is like, oh, if you do this again, I'll have to put you back in your place. Was that one victory? Is it? That did win the feud, though. He did. He did. Um, so was, we get that the... was the one that counted. All the other eighteen months of not being able to beat him didn't count. <laughs> we got the intro. We got Joe Styles, and that basically just talking about a few things over at ECW's website and telling people to go over there. Um, CW to his ring, Louis Dangerously. Grabs the mic and basically says he hates uh, Paul Heyman, Paulie Dangerously, and announces C Dub as the first member of the new Dangerous Alliance. Yeah, no issues with that. Uh, no, I mean I don't. Yeah, fine. Yeah, it's not a tribute. I hate him. I'm starting a new group. Here's the new guy. Boom, job done. These two, Mikey Whipwreck versus C W Anderson. Um, fun match. Surprised by the result, if I'm honest. Yeah. Um, I know, obviously, I, I get it all, but it just, it's hard. I guess it's sort of a jokey group in the sense that, obviously, it won't live up to the real Dangerous Alliance and all this. But um, I honestly believe, I just thought they'd get a win, at least the first time. I mean, you know, it, let's not forget that this is a triple crown winner, underdog, blah, blah, blah. Um, yeah, no, it's, winner, it, right? that's true. It, yeah, it's just, it, it's a little bit strange, isn't it? it? It just doesn't quite fit for me. Yeah, so um, Mikey won. We got highlights from uh, TNN with Candido and Rhino confronting the Impact players. 
That's fair enough. Rhino sends a message to the Sandman. Um, I like this promo. Yeah. Very straight to the point. Rhino basically goes back and says that he's never been impressed. He's still not impressed. Nothing he's seen impressed is. And what he was saying before about he doesn't respect him, not impressed with anything he does. I love the total disregard for um, a legend here. Yeah. Um, and I think it works perfectly with, you know, the, the young upstart Rhino. Um, yeah, no, I think it's a really good, um, a really good set, a really good kind of uh, setup for it. Then we get the number one contenders tag team title match and the Sandman again. So we see all that that we've just spoke about. Then go back to the ring and Simon Diamond has got a problem. Um, Dick Hurts is gone. And now he's dickless. <laughs> it's, it's so bad. Nice funny. Um, uh, yeah, it's... Uh, uh, yeah. This leads to Jazz coming out. Uh, basically, he says he'll fight Jazz, but she has to go to the corner to start. As she walks off, he basically jumps her. And um, ends up beating her. I very feel much like Simon Diamond, apart from the Simon says, but it's just picked up Steve Carino's old gimmick. A little bit. Uh, he's 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 not quite found his um, rhythm yet. No. Um, waylaid in in you know dick jokes and as such a feud with Jazz because. You know, she's female, so that makes it funny. Um, yeah, it's 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 not the easiest of watches. No, uh, we didn't get Mike Olsen versus Masato Tanaka from um, what pay per view was it? All of them, all of them, and um. Yeah, we've seen one of their matches. Nothing wrong with it. Just seen it a million times. This, yeah, this is a, a best of '99 yeah. showing. Uh, I want to say it's Anarchy Rules, but I mean, I could mm. look it up. I just it literally is all of them. Um, so we have that decent yeah. match. Uh, then we get highlights of Spike coming out. Obviously, acid drop and everything else that he did to awesome. Um, Simon Diamond sitting around a table trying to move on. Danny Doran walks past, telling Chin up, and then we have a lot of things like, hey, look at the jugs on that. And obviously, you have like Dawn Marie sitting there and low cut top, but Roe kills holding two jugs. It's, it's sort of very much that sort of thing. Yeah. And, and Simon Diamond is apparently <clears throat> taken by uh, a guy standing in the corner, um, yeah. which freaks them out. And they kind of back away because. Um, Sure. Yeah. Just because. Um, Impact players in the final promo says the men of the world beat Sam um, and Rhino and they will beat the crap out of Dreamer and Raven. Yeah. Um, so uh, Credible's promo on this I thought was very good kind of fires up on Raven about, you know, they only follow you because you've got the gold, but, you know, what are you going to be afterwards? And, you know, we're going to put you through and blah, blah, blah. Um, 
so yeah, uh, you know him him kind of firing up on on um, Raven. I I enjoy. I thought the promos between those two back and forth have been very very good, um, albeit you know not as many of them as as I would have liked. Yeah, no, uh, I think it's fair. I mean, I know we do get um, different combinations. I'm excited for this tag team title match. It makes it makes sense. Um, it's definitely, you know, the right time to put the belts on the Impact players. They sort of they need it to get to the next level, and um, it's going to be interesting. But that's the end of the shows. I mean, that's that's everything. Got. So you now got the um, the grueling chance, the task of um, announcing your match of the week, Jay. What is it? Uh, uh, Mike Orson versus Vic. No. Um, so uh, you, for me, the fun match was um, uh, Candido and Rhino versus the Impact players. Um, yep. I thought it was, you know, really good wrestlers. I love that. <clears throat> um, as as much as I can kind of pick holes in the storyline um, as to why Rhino is there, you know, him getting to work with Candido, with Storm, with um, just incredible. Um, is just, you know, great for him, really. Um, the fallout with Sandman coming out and, you know, I'm wrapping all of that up as part of the match as well. Um, and, you know, Rhino with the gore there, I thought was awesome. Um, no, I thought it was great. Um, uh, just to, to clarify. Um, so, um, yeah, for me, that's the match. Yeah, decent. I, I think that's the right choice. I think that wins um, a lot of weeks we had, not just sort of this week, but yes. not alone. It was solid. Um, if you want to get involved in the conversation and talk all things extreme, you can. We're on social media. Simply look for at underscore sports arena. Um, tag us in your posts, tag us in your tweets, anything sort of extreme. Get us involved in that conversation. Um, we love it. Obviously, we'll be back next week for a few more episodes as we continue our journey towards guilty as charged. Um, and that's next week the now. end of, of 1999. Is it, is it one yeah. week of 99? We've got yeah. left or two. I think it's one. I think it's one, yeah. Gosh, we're into the flying, final man. year of, of ECW. We're heading towards that final year. Um, we we are getting there, as we promised. We said we will get there, and we are getting there. <clears throat> uh, yeah, so that is everything from me. I don't know if you've got one more thing you wish to say. I I I feel that I should say that just like Mr. Robert Van Dam. That was the whole fucking show. <laughs>